When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. fans and welcome to another edition of Bucky's fifth podcast as always Tyler Hunt here covering everything Wisconsin athletics well the plan to come on here and talk Wisconsin basketball after their trip to Atlantis maybe talk some volleyball after another Big Ten championship recap maybe a nice football win which did not end up happening that all got scrapped because Wisconsin football in a season of bombshells made another bombshell decision in a new head coach not named Jim Leonard Yes, if you missed it, somehow Wisconsin football announced late Sunday night that Wisconsin will be hiring Luke Fickle as their next head coach for the football program. A big surprise. I think many of us who are listening to this podcast, many of us who read Bucky's Fifth Quarter, many of us who follow the Badgers seemed like it was a done deal that Jim Leonard would be the next head coach for Wisconsin. There were multiple media reports from credible sources that said Jim Leonard could be the next head coach as soon as Monday, Tuesday, that he was going to, in fact, be the guy. But whatever happened there is clearly not the case, as Wisconsin has officially named Luke Fickle as their next head coach to take over for the Badgers. So certainly a lot of emotions right now for players, fans, coaches, a lot of people that I think are ecstatic about the hire, a lot of people that maybe are head-scratching about the hire, Maybe some people that are mad about the hire, but I do think this is a good move for Wisconsin in the long term, and we'll get into all of that. So in terms of the schedule of the show, frankly, I don't really need to recap the Wisconsin football game from this past weekend. I think if you watched it, you saw it was another disappointing effort from the Badgers, another disappointing contest. The offense was horrendous. The defense was getting burnt by a redshirt freshman quarterback, and I think at this point with a new hire... I think you just kind of wipe the slate and move on to this new era of Wisconsin football. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to just talk about this coaching change. And then later in the week, we'll probably get further into this coaching change. And then we'll kind of recap some other stuff at the end of this show. We'll, we'll talk a little basketball, talk a little volleyball. But I would be, you know, you, you guys are probably turning, tuning into this episode to hear about the reaction of Luke Fickle and this new hire for Wisconsin football. And that is something I can totally understand. So to get into Luke Fickle, what he brings to Wisconsin, what he's going to do at Wisconsin, we'll kind of start with his background. Of course, many of you who follow college football know that Luke Fickle was previously the head coach at Cincinnati. Luke Fickle, 57 and 18 at Cincinnati, the only coach to take a group of five program to the college football playoff. I I I think that that claim as a head coach is kind of getting overlooked for a lot of people. This is a guy that took what many people thought 
impossible that a G5 team would make that jump into the college football playoff. That there was just no way their schedule was never going to be strong enough. They would have had to go undefeated and have some top 25 wins on their resume to do it. And he did that. And before that, he had plenty of success at Cincinnati as well. I think people are very much overlooking what he accomplished at Cincinnati because this last year has not quite been what he's wanted. But overall, the term, the, the amount of what he's done in terms of wins and output at Cincinnati is in terms of coaches available, he is, I, I think, the number one coaching candidate that was out there. And I previously thought in the rumor mill of Wisconsin's football coaching searches that they had interest in Luke Fickle, but that at that time, Luke Fickle was not interested in going to Wisconsin. He was interested in staying at Cincinnati. He's passed up likely other jobs in the past. I mean, last year, for the last three seasons, Luke Fickle has been the hottest name in the coaching carousel and where he might end up for his future job. And it seemed like he was holding out for to eventually get that Ohio State job. You know, he was a former Ohio State player, of course, the interim head coach for Ohio State in that one season. They went 6-7. and seven. He, of course, did not get the head coaching job following that and then went to Cincinnati. I had a couple rough years. I believe his first year at Cincinnati was 4-8, and eight, but eventually built it up to, you know, an undefeated season, going to the college football playoff. And then, of course, falling to Alabama in that playoff. But a really successful season for a program like Cincinnati. They're, of course, now going to the Big 12. But Luke Fickle made the move over to Wisconsin. But just to reiterate, last year he was in the running for the Notre Dame job, it seemed like. There was conversations that he was going to be um, talked about for the Nebraska job. Previous years before Lincoln Riley, he was considered for the USC job. In the LSU coaching carousel before Brian Kelly. His name was thrown around. Now, how, how deep he got into conversations with those schools is is hard to really know. We don't know what goes on behind college you know, football doors and, and AD doors and, and what they do for hiring. But Luke Fickle was a hot name in all of those searching for big-time programs in, in college football. We're not talking about, you know— lateral moves for between you know Purdue and Illinois coaching no knock to them those are good schools that had better years than Wisconsin but these are blue blood programs they're talking about that were interested in Luke Fickle previously that either he didn't work out he didn't get an offer he didn't want to take the job but now he ends up at Wisconsin so in terms of resume and credibility and and what he brings to Wisconsin on the football side Luke Fickle is as good as any in, in terms of the names out there I think he's the best coaching hire available in the coaching carousel this year. I think he's better than Matt Rule at Nebraska. I think he's better than Lance Leopold at Kansas. I think he's better than any other name that you could throw out there. In terms of you look at the resume of coaches that are out there for hire, Luke Fickle is number one. And and I don't even think it's really close. I mean, we're talking about a guy that took a team to the highest level of college football. You know, to the college football playoff. That's what you want to get to. That's your goal. A lot of other programs across the country have never done, never done that, never been to the college football playoff. Wisconsin, never been to the college football playoff. Sniffed close a couple times, but close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, as my grandfather would say. So you're looking at a coach that has developed a program over the course of time to get to that highest level. So I think that alone, his resume is by far one of the best resumes in terms of the coaching availability, and I, I think probably the best out there in Wisconsin. Went for that home run, they hit it. And I can totally understand why you go and make that hire if you've got that opportunity to do so. A hot name, a guy that's had success. If he wants to come to Wisconsin, there are a few players, a few coaches I think you would pass Jim Leonard up for. And we'll, of course, get into the Jim Leonard conversation of this whole thing later. But 
Luke Fickle is probably right up there as one. As great as Jim Leonard has been as a defensive coordinator, and as much as he led this team in terms of a positive, in terms of the locker room, now, wins and losses didn't quite translate. I think that's completely unfair to judge Jim Leonard over the wins and losses of this past few weeks. This Wisconsin offensive staff is a disaster. This offensive game plan is a disaster. And if you keep Jim, Jim Leonard, maybe you have more of the same as that. I thought he was the guy, but again, I'm getting off topic. We'll get into that later. But as for Luke Fickle, I think that is a absolutely huge hire for the Badgers. I can understand why you do it. He's a guy that's been a hot name for years, had a ton of success at where he was at previously, and deserves a Power 5 coaching job. Many believe that with Cincinnati going to the Big 12, he was going to be happy to stay there and maybe wait around for that Ohio State job to happen. Sometimes that things like that just don't happen the way you want it to. And for him, maybe he looked and said, you know what, I want another Power 5 job. Maybe I want to get to a place where I can play Ohio State, compete against Ohio State. And who knows, if Luke Fickle has comes in and has a ton of success, maybe he stays in Wisconsin, maybe he stays, or maybe he jumps ship back to a Ohio State type gig if that ever comes open. But that's if Wisconsin has a ton of success, maybe he jumps somewhere else. If the Badgers have a ton of success in a short window and he leaves, at least we had a ton of success while we're doing it. I think that's a poor argument for not hiring someone is that you might be too successful too quickly and he might leave for another job. You want to have in any job, whether it be a head coaching job or just an accounting job, you want to have success. You want to keep your best people around. But if you have success and your, your people leave to take a bigger job at a bigger accounting firm, sometimes that's just the the way things work in the world. So overall, I, I think that is a poor argument that I've seen a lot out there, but an, an argument nonetheless. So overall, I do think this Luke Fickle hire is a, a very good one for Wisconsin. I think it brings a total regime change. And I think what I want to get into next is what we expect to see from Luke Fickle both in the short term and the long term at Wisconsin. In the short term, this is going to be likely a rough situation for Wisconsin the last couple of years. Now, can it get much rougher than 6 and 6 to emotional coach firings, losses to both your rivals? Yes, it can get worse than that. You could lose to Northwestern. You could be Northwestern and win one game a season. You can lose eight games you can go three and nine so it can certainly get worse but by wisconsin standards can it get much worse not really i think you look at the way this season went and it's progressed it was bad early they had a little blip of success in the middle and it was really bad late wisconsin lost to iowa in a game they should have won if they played remotely competent on the offensive side of the football they hardly beat North, or excuse me, Nebraska in a game they probably should have lost. That they came out, came back, and, and found a way to win over three-win Nebraska, who's going through just as much coaching turmoil and you know, turnover at that school as well. Almost lost there, probably should have lost, and then lost to Minnesota to a redshirt freshman quarterback. The defense is getting torched. The you know they they shut down the run. Yes, that was great, but. You let a redshirt freshman quarterback with zero experience just dice you up all game long. Uh, that's that's not a ton of success for Wisconsin in that late stretch. And, and maybe that had something to do with it. I think Chris McIntosh probably had his guy in mind. And if Luke Fickle was interested in the job and that was his guy, he was going to make the hire no matter what, whether Leonard went 5-1 and one or 2-4. and four. I, I think that's kind of how the way you have to go. You can say what you want about Chris McIntosh as the athletic director. I do feel like a couple of these moves were maybe a little rushed. But for him, his job is predicated on his athletic programs winning games, not just on the football side. Basketball, volleyball, 
hockey. Now, I think one side note is if, if you're not hiring Jim Leonard because of success, why does Tony Granato still have a job as the Wisconsin men's hockey coach? But that's a very different conversation for a different day. But overall, his job is predicated on his athletic departments having success in the classroom, on the field, on the ice, on the courts, whatever you want to say. And if he feels like Luke Fickle was the best job to get him to that program, that next step as the athletic director, a new era of Wisconsin football, that's that's his job to make that higher. So you have to give him kudos in going out. I You had to give him kudos when he took that swing and fired Paul Chris. A lot of athletic directors would be happy with eight, nine wins a season, going to a New Year's Day Bowl, getting to the Rose Bowl once every few years, and and calling it calling it good. I think Chris McIntosh said, you know what, that's that's not good enough. We need a to- total overhaul of the program, and we're going to bring in an outside guy with new ideas. I mean, there's been so many times over the last few years that we've talked about modernization. We need new new things in here for Wisconsin football. Well, the one way to do new things completely is to hire someone completely new with no ties to Wisconsin. Wasn't a former player at Wisconsin. Played at Ohio State. Wasn't a former assistant at Wisconsin. You know, coached at Ohio State, coached at Cincinnati. That's it. You know, you're looking at a guy that has no real ties to the state of Wisconsin. He's always been a guy that's been rumored for other Big Ten jobs, but has no real ties to the state of Wisconsin in terms of his past, in terms of his playing days. And that's, I think that's a good thing. I, I think right now when you're looking at where Wisconsin's direction is headed, yes, in previous regimes, you've had those ties. You've, you've, had, you've gone with a guy that you feel comfortable with. Maybe it's time to try something uncomfortable. Now, everyone will run and say, well, what about Gary Anderson? Yes, that one didn't work. But I don't think Gary Anderson at the time was as good of a coach as, as Luke Fickle is right now. Gary Anderson was a G5 coach at Utah State that had had some success there, but not nearly the success of, of Luke Fickle coaching big-time G5, eventually Power 5 football. So... I think that is is a good thing that Wisconsin is going out and bringing in this new wave of ideas. Now, in terms of expectations and what he'll bring to Wisconsin, that's going to be a tough one to read. Of course, you're going to have now over the next few weeks and months, assuming Wisconsin still accepts the bowl bid. Now I have seen things out there that Wisconsin won't want to accept. I don't think that'll be the case. I think if you get three weeks of practice that you can get under your belt and play a football game, you're going to do that now. You're going to have to have some conversations with Jim Leonard and this group. Now, I think this team will likely, you know, Jim Leonard will still be willing to coach that bowl game. I think there will be situations where there's going to be players that are not going to be wanting to play in that bowl game. There'll be opt-outs, and certainly, but you got to start building for what for the future. And if you've got the opportunity for three more weeks to do that, you've got to take it. So. I think in the short term, you're going to see Luke Fickle trying to and trying to build up. You know, he's going to have to bring in a coaching staff. He's going to have to bring in a recruiting staff. He's going to have to fill all those voids that Wisconsin is going to do and, and going to need. Now, will Wisconsin retain some of those guys? That's going to be the question that remains to be seen. Personally, if I think if we're going full rebuild, full t- now full teardown and and full start over. I think you got to start from the staff, the staff from front to bottom. Now, there's really good coaches on the staff, especially on the defensive side. You know, like a guy like Bobby April. That's probably a guy you want to keep if you can get him to stay. Aside from that, is there an assistant coach that you want to keep now? If Jim Leonard wants to stay on as a defensive coordinator, which I would be shocked to. You, of course, 
let him in and you work on that. I, I don't see that happening. I, I think we'll get into the Jim Leonard conversation later, but it seems like they're, to me, I would be looking for other jobs if I was bypassed that for a job that I felt I was qualified for. But to each their own, and Jim Leonard's had opportunities to leave and take better jobs in the past and hasn't. So that is one enigma that is going to be hard to understand. But the rest of what Lupico will have to do is, is bring in a new staff and bring in some new coaching and, and new blood to this program. So he's going to have to fill out an entire staff, whether it be with former Wisconsin Savers. I I kind of doubt it. You know, Generally, when you have these regime changes, these big wholesale regime changes with a new head coach, the head coach wants to bring in his guys. He wants to bring the guys he's had success with at Cincinnati over to Wisconsin. That's going to mean that there's going to be guys for Wisconsin that are out of a job. That's always a tough situation with these college football programs changing hand, but that's kind of the way the world works. If, if Wisconsin didn't want to have to go through this wholesale regime change, they should have won more football games. They didn't, and now this is what <laughs> you reap what you sow, you sow what you reap, and I think this is now a situation where Wisconsin and this coaching staff, you, you likely need to just start from the ground up. Let Luke Fickle, if Luke Fickle's the guy, what's done is done. He's your head coach. He needs the full chance to hire his full staff. Now, if he chooses to bring someone from Wisconsin back in terms of the staff, that's his choice. That's his guy that he wants because he sat down, had conversations with them, felt like he could bring them to that next job. If not, then you, you've got to look and, and trust that Luke Fickle, whoever he brings in to be that guy, is the guy that he wants, and you have to be fully supportive of that new era. You can't go half with this new regime, trying to mix and match with part of this old regime and expect to have success. I think you've got to bring the new ideas fully in and hire a, a new staff. So you're likely going to see a lot of this staff that's currently for on for Wisconsin likely out the door. Now, you maybe you bring some defensive assistants back, but overall, I would expect most of these offensive assistants not to be back. I think you're looking at offensive coordinator. I highly doubt, based on what Luke Fickle and, and people have seen from this program this past year, I highly doubt Bobby Ingram is going to be back at offensive coordinator. I think that's a good thing. I don't think he was a very good offensive coordinator. I don't like to talk about people getting fired and you know calling for people's jobs. I, I think it was a bad move. Now that you're looking back at this, a guy that had never called plays before coming in and trying to you know adapt to the college level and call plays, I don't think it works. I think it was a bad hire, and I think it's time if you're going to move on to a new head coach, need to move on to a new offensive coordinator too. I mean, this is a guy that runs a completely different system at Cincinnati than what Wisconsin runs uh, here in terms of pro style versus spread style. So I think getting that entire new staff in place is going to be, of course, the first thing that Wisconsin needs to do. One, if that's 1A, 1B is going to be getting things going on the recruiting side. Now, Wisconsin's recruiting class has already seen a bunch of turmoil and that did not stop. In fact, that it even kept going with Wisconsin over these this past 24 hours with Luke Fickle named this new head coach. Christopher Tarek, one of the top offensive line prospects for Wisconsin, uh, decommitted as did Trey Pierce of uh, Brother Rice, one of the defensive linemen prospects. So overall, Wisconsin's, I think, had five decommitments over the past few weeks because of this coaching turmoil. And that's certainly a, a punch to the gut when you talk about recruiting. That's five really talented players in a class that was already struggling a little bit for talented players. The recruiting class was not great. 
overall. I mean, in, in terms of the sheer numbers and the sheer stars that you look for, it, it has not been what you want in terms of previous classes. Now, some of those guys might work out, but to have five decommitments is tough, but likely you're going to see Luke Pickle, when he gets this coaching staff in place, gets boots on the ground and starts recruiting, you're likely going to see Luke Fickle flip some of these guys that he previously had committed at Cincinnati. There's plenty of talent in terms of what Cincinnati currently has committed, and I would have to imagine that Luke Fickle is going to go to, it looks like, 17 current commits um, committed to Cincinnati in that 2023 class. I would think he's going to go to some of those guys and say, hey, I, I really liked you to come to Cincinnati. I think you're a great player. Let's let's maybe flip you over to Wisconsin, and, and there'll be a lot of decommitments, and you'll likely see Wisconsin land some guys from that class. Now, looking at that class for Cincinnati, that's a 31st-ranked recruiting class in the country. You look at Wisconsin's now, likely a little bit further down after the decommitments. Let me get to the second page. That's how bad it's been. You've got Wisconsin down there at 80th in the country with just nine commits. So there's going to need to be guys that come in there. I mean, right now, Wisconsin, in terms of recruiting rankings, behind Georgia Southern, behind Louisiana Tech, San Diego State, Miami of Ohio, and Arkansas State. So yes, Wisconsin is going to need a big influx of talent, and likely Cincinnati is going to be um, some players that he's going to get there. Now, Luke Fickle will also be able to go out and get players in the transfer portal to get things kind of rolling and building for next year. So this team is likely going to look a lot different than what you will see in years past. I mean, you're going to have guys coming in. You're going to have guys coming out. That's just part of the job. If you don't want to be at Wisconsin under this new regime, there's the door. I think that's the approach you have to have. It's a tough, it's cutthroat, but that's college football. And when you you go into this new era, you've got to go all in. You can't go half in, half out. So I think you're going to look at and likely land some commitments there. And I think that's going to be one of the top things to get buttoned up in, in terms of the initial start for Luke Fickle. Get that staff in order, get the recruiting going, and get hopefully some guys flipped over via the recruiting aspect. I mean, you look at Cincinnati, they've got a four-star quarterback as their top commit. He's um, currently still committed to Cincinnati, but I would imagine will likely get an offer from Wisconsin to maybe come over there. You've got some other players. You've got a top um, Day McCullough, a top safety. You've got Trayvon Carter, a top linebacker, who he already came out and said his recruitment is 100% open. I would have to imagine that he's a guy to keep an eye on for, but overall, Luke Fickle needs to get his staff in place, and then he needs to get going on the recruiting front. Whatever happens for Wisconsin in terms of this bowl season, we'll just wait and see. They're, if they win the game, great. If they develop for three weeks of practice, even better. I think that's what you want to see. Now, there's going to be other people that leave. There's going to be players that currently within the program that are obviously going to be upset. It's been a very emotional season for them. That's going to be kind of 1C is getting the recruiting, getting the staff set up, getting the recruiting set up, and along with that, trying to retain some of the talent you currently have on the roster. Because Cincinnati is a very talented school. They're likely going to pick off some players from the recruiting side, from the transfer portal, from over there. But Wisconsin's also got a lot of talent in their own right, and a lot of that talent is likely upset. Now, it's been a deleted tweet, but Nick Herbig kind of tweeted a, ha-ha, I can't believe that they hired somebody other than Jim Leonard. Now, he's likely a guy that was contemplating coming back to Wisconsin. I'd have to imagine he's off to the NFL, will be a late third-day draft pick, and will move on to his career. But there's other talent in this in this place of Wisconsin that you also have to try and retain that are going to be upset. You're going to have to sell that messaging of why you came here, 
There was a player meeting with Fickle last night in terms of the players that he uh, will be now coaching under Wisconsin. It's tough. According to reports, it it sounds like it was a a raw, emotional night, and that can clearly be understood by, by where this group is at. They almost now went through two coaching firings in a way because Jim Leonard was the guy that they were all rallying for. Everyone was tweeting, you know, hire Jim Leonard. This he's him, you know, Jimmy Cooks, the whole nine yards for Jim Leonard. That's that's kind of gonna be an emotional spot for them where a lot of these guys are gonna say, maybe they'll sign back up for this new era of Wisconsin football, but I think a lot of people will say, you know what, actually my my hands are off and, and I'm gonna go somewhere else. And and that's totally understandable. You want guys to be where they want to be. You guys want you want guys to be all into Wisconsin. And if they're not there's the door. Again, it has to be cutthroat. If you're going into this new era, you can't just partially lean into it. You've got to lean all the way into it and have guys that Luke Fickle wants there and who want to be there to play for Luke Fickle and this new staff. So it's going to be a weird few weeks. It's going to be a weird few months uh, on on the recruiting cycle, on the transfer portal cycle, everything. But overall, if this is the guy that you feel that can lead Wisconsin football into that next area, this is the guy that you've got to roll with, and we'll see what Wisconsin can can do in this new regime change. So that's going to be the initial first steps for him. And then beyond that, you know, what are the expectations of Wisconsin football? I think it's hard to sit here and have major expectations, at least early, for Luke Fickle. Now, if he comes in and really hits the portal hard, can he patch together more wins than maybe expected, certainly. But when you look at Wisconsin right now with the incoming class ranked 80th in the country, now certainly that'll improve. They'll get some guys to flip. But it's going to take some time to build this up a little bit. I think next year you're likely going to see a Wisconsin team based on previous you know coaching changes. It's going to take a little bit of time to get back to where they want to be. I think I think expecting a bowl for Wisconsin next year is is reasonable. I think you should make a bowl. You should be 6-6. Six and six. I, I'll expect that from Wisconsin every year, whether Luke Fickle is coaching it, whether Jim Leonard is coaching it, whether Ellen DeGeneres is the head coach of Wisconsin football. I expect you to make a bowl. That's just kind of the baseline of college football. There are 800 bowls now. You should make one. I think Wisconsin's got enough talent. I think Luke Fickle's a talented enough coach to get to that. Beyond year one, I think you want to see, you know, build off of that. Maybe it's an eight-win season. Maybe it's now beating your rivals, Iowa and Minnesota. They haven't beat them in, in a few years now consistently. Where, you know, you know, five years ago they were beating Minnesota every single season. Now, P.J. Fleck has built that program up. But he really hasn't done something where Wisconsin shouldn't be winning that, you know, every other year you know, and winning it for a few years in a row. Wisconsin's now lost back-to-back Axe games. They've lost to Iowa in pretty poor fashion. And it seems like the rest of the Big Ten West now is starting to catch up. Purdue's going to a Big Ten championship for the first time. You've got Illinois building towards, could have been in the Big Ten championship right there with Purdue. They're building a new thing under Brett Bielema. You've got Nebraska, who's building under a new regime, under Matt Rule, hoping to have that success. So it's kind of different programs building up. And with this new era of college football, in terms of NIL, in terms of recruiting rankings, transfer portal, and then, of course, new teams coming in. You're going to have USC, UCLA. It's it, This is the time to, to, to make these changes, and this is the time to really get this thing building. So I think in, in year two, maybe beating some rivals, getting eight and eight and four would be a nice step. Year three, maybe a nine-win season beyond that. I think year four is when you're really going to hopefully start to see Wisconsin 
competing for Big Ten titles, winning 10 games a season, winning one of those top two spots in there. And that's, that's a long way from now, four years, and maybe it's quicker when you can rebuild with the transfer portal. But I think you got to have reasonable expectations for Wisconsin football and what it's going to be here in the short term with these new changes. You cannot just expect Luke Fickle to come in here and fix everything that is wrong um, with Wisconsin football. It's going to take time to get that new system in place, to get that new recruiting front in place, and to sell that messaging that he's going to have to sell to Wisconsin and players and coaches and donors the whole nine yards. So next season, I just hope to see more consistent play in terms of the football, cleaner play. I think this year was a really a big travesty in terms of the, the penalties and just the sloppy play, I would like to see that cleaned up. And I, I would expect Wisconsin this time next year to get to a bowl game. I think that's a very fair baseline to put on Luke Fickle and this new staff to get to a bowl. Hopefully, I think the bigger things you're going to judge him off of are the recruiting rankings, getting back to consistent top 30 classes. If he can have a top 30 class like he's got at Cincinnati right now, he can get a top 30 class at Wisconsin year in and year out. It shouldn't be a, a question. So I think Luke Fickle, that's going to be what you're going to have to judge him on first. Similar to Jim Leonard, he didn't necessarily judge completely on wins and losses. I think you can't necessarily completely you know, judge on wins and losses for Luke Fickle. Now, if he comes in and, and hits the transfer portal hard and really gets things going, could he have success earlier than that? For sure. He's clearly built up other programs in the past and, and can certainly get after some things and the way Wisconsin's schedule next year sets up is is fairly easy you've got Buffalo Washington State Georgia Southern that's three very winnable games and you got Purdue you've got Rutgers Iowa Illinois you have to play Ohio State so that'll be an interesting one for him welcoming that but you get Indiana Northwestern there's wins all over Wisconsin's schedule next year so I think a bowl is is not asking too much in any way shape or form so I think that's a, a fair expectation for Wisconsin to have as they move into this new regime next year. Win some games, get to a bowl, get your recruits in, and get this kind of recruiting that's been lacking for the last couple of years, get that whole thing going. Now, that you can look at that however you want to in terms of excitement. It's going to be a lot of change. It's going to be a lot different than what we're used to seeing at Wisconsin football. I think based on the last year or so, I think that change was needed. I think a full re retooling of this entire coaching staff and, and, and players and everything is something Wisconsin you know needed. And I, I am excited to see that Wisconsin finally actually did it. And we'll see again, you've got to just lean all into this change. Now, there's going to be some change that is likely going to hurt as a Wisconsin football player and fan. And, and a lot of that comes around Jim Leonard, of course, a guy that I think was very deserving. I think my original, you know, originally I was kind of Head scratching my head at this Luke Fickle hire, kind of opposed to it. And I think looking back at it after you know sleeping on it at night, I think a lot of that was simply because I think there's a lot of people that feel bad for Jim Leonard. I, I think he was a guy that was extremely loyal to the program, represented Wisconsin in the best way possible as a player, as an assistant coach, and as an interim head coach, clearly had the guys in, in the locker room rallying behind him and did not get the job, and that really sucks. I think Wisconsin could have certainly handled that situation better. Now, again, we don't know the conversations that went on behind closed doors. I think Jim Leonard has, I don't think it's a case where he wasn't interested in the job. I think every week in his presser, he hinted at, hey, I hope I'm the guy to lead this program. I think I can do it, et cetera, et cetera. I think he was very hungry for the job. And 
didn't get it. And that sucks. I think you can be excited for this new era of Wisconsin football and also be sad for Jim Leonard that he did not get the job that I think a lot of people thought he deserved. I, I think when you he he was you know stuck around, he passed up on the defensive coordinator position, likely at a multiple other power five schools, but also maybe small head coaching jobs or an NFL defensive coordinator position for you know the Green Bay Packers. Passed up on a lot of that in hopes to get that likely get that head coaching job at Wisconsin. Got bypassed for that. That sucks. I, I think that's a very unfair kind of situation for Jim Leonard, and I can totally understand if he's frustrated or upset, and I can only under, totally understand why players have a raw emotion that they came here to play for Paul Christ. He got fired in the middle of the season. They rallied behind Jim Leonard to hey, this is our guy that we want to play for. He wasn't here. Now, maybe you can, maybe if you're Luke Fickle, you can, you know, convince Jim Leonard to stay. But again, I don't know if you can do this partial regime, partial new regime, partial old regime. I think when you look at Jim Leonard, you're going to have, if Jim Leonard stays, A, Luke Fickle's a defensive minded coach. Jim Leonard's a defensive minded coach. Maybe they can work that together, but there's going to be different ideas and different approaches. I don't see that necessarily being the case. B, you're going to have whatever Wisconsin players stay, they rallied for Jim Leonard. They wanted Jim Leonard to be the guy. Now all of a sudden, you've got to play for somebody else while still having Jim Leonard there. You're going to have that. I think I think Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard are both really stand-up guys where maybe that divisiveness would not be an issue. But most coaches across the country are not going to want a guy as their defensive coordinator number two in charge sitting behind and knowing that the fan base and there's players on the staff and there's you know people out there that wanted him to be the next head coach of Wisconsin football. I think that's just an awkward situation that you can't really have. So I think for Luke Fickle and this program to have success, you're likely not bringing, you know, if Jim Leonard will come back great, I don't know how that would work. I don't know how well it would work. And I think for Jim Leonard, he probably sees that, hey, I was passed up for this head coaching opportunity. I think I deserved. I'm going to go to a new job. Now, he is very loyal to Madison. It's clear that you know he's been focused on his family and staying in Madison, and that's a whole big thing that you know, is, is completely separate of the football side that will be part of the decision. But to me, if I was in that situation, passed up for a job that I felt qualified for, that I held, and I, I feel like I could do a good job of for somebody else, that would lead me to likely take a, a different job than work for a new boss in in a job that I think I could do better. So... I think that situation is certainly an awkward one and certainly going to be one that Wisconsin is probably not going to have Jim Leonard in that role long term. Maybe Jim Leonard comes back for a season and then hops to a new job. Maybe he stays on as defensive coordinator until hopefully the Packers fire Joe Barry into the sun and he moves on to the Green Bay Packers. I think that would be great for both sides of Wisconsin football teams is that if Luke Fickle can get this new era going for the Badgers, Jim Leonard goes to defensive coordinator and turns around things for the Green Bay Packers. Bada boom, bada bang. Both Wisconsin football teams are hopefully clicking, cooking with gas, and everybody's happy. But if that doesn't happen, it's it's tough to see. It's going to be tough to see Jim Leonard possibly take a new, a different head coaching job at a different school. I saw last night in the now coaching carousel board um, from 247 Sports for Cincinnati, one of the top names on there. Jim Leonard taking over at Cincinnati. I, I think that's probably a stretch and just throwing names out there, but 
He's, he's clearly proven that he wants to be a head coach, that he thinks he can be a head coach. Now, he clearly wanted to be at Wisconsin, and he has those ties to Madison that make it easier to do that. But we'll see where he goes next in terms of, of his coaching and, and development. But certainly a sucky situation. Um, I, I do think Wisconsin could have handled that Jim Leonard situation better. I get the cutthroat aspect of it. I get not just going with the easy choice that you have in place and going with a total new regime. But I do think it was an unfortunate circumstance for Jim Leonard and a guy that's represented Wisconsin really, really well. So overall, tough, tough for him. But I think you can be, again, I think you can be excited for this new era of Wisconsin football while also disappointed for Jim Leonard. And as a fan, I think now that you can work through work through that upsetness, but then you've got to get all in for Luke Fickle. I think you've got to give this guy who's, by all accounts, a very nice guy, a great guy, a leader, a guy that's won on the football field. If you're a Wisconsin football fan, you've got to now take that emotion that you've had over not hiring Jim Leonard or this last year and put it fully behind Luke Fickle. You can't sit here and say, oh, well, what, what about Jim Leonard? What about this? What about that? I think now that what's done is done. You're into a new era. Now you've got to, if you're a Badger supporter, I think you've got to support, and I think that's what I'll be doing for Wisconsin is, is fully putting full faith and confidence and support into Luke Fickle and this new era. Because at the end of the day, I think every Badger fan, you want to win football games. You want to see this team have success. You want to see this team competing, beating their rivals, winning against Iowa, winning the Axe against Minnesota, and winning football games and, and winning Big Ten championships. Wisconsin has never been further from a Big Ten championship than where they are at right now. And if you want to get back to that point, sometimes wholesale changes are needed. And I think if you're the Badgers, I think you've got to look at that and say, okay, if wholesale changes are needed, let's make those changes and let's go. I, I think you want to now support fully and hope that in the end, Luke Fickle wins football games, competes for Big Ten championships with the expanded playoff. They maybe make the playoffs in, in one of these years. And if they do that, if they're winning Big Ten titles and, and making playoffs, we'll all forget about the this season that was this 2022 Wisconsin football season, all the turmoil, divisiveness. At the end of the day, everybody wants to see their team win football games, and if they do that, that makes a whole lot of other things easier. All right, Badger fans, that wraps up another episode of the podcast. I know different than what we plan on talking about later this week. Um, we'll recap some uh, basketball from this past weekend. We'll talk about everything to take away from that. We'll talk about some volleyball. We'll get into Wisconsin basketball's next contest. Of course, no football game this weekend, so... It'll make the second episode of the week a lot easier to get into other stuff because that was my plan for today, and that plan quickly changed with the Luke Fickle hiring. But that's got to happen, and things happen that way. So as always, thank you guys for listening. Be back later in the week to talk some other stuff on Wisconsin.